1: All right, all right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique.
2: And I am Sydney.
1: And today we get ready to get in it. We get ready to talk about it. We get ready to uh, see what we can come up with in these conversations. So today's topic is, what is today's topic?
2: Do you talk too much?
1: I mean, you never shut up. A- Do I you said- talk too much? Mm-mm. And that came from... Hey everybody! That came from I woke up out my sleep. It was about what? About maybe it was about four a.m. this morning, and I woke up and I said, "You know what? I talk too much." Just out my sleep, it woke me up, and I said, "I think that is with a list of many." So let me be clear about that. But one of my flaws is I think I talk too much.
2: Robin said, "What'd you say?" Just that, but you said, really?
3: I don't think that's a flaw, though. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it's a flaw.
1: Somebody said impossible. Just, impossible.
3: <laughs> <This Okay. term. laughs> about, I, I mean, you do talk a lot, but you got a lot to talk about, but I don't think that I wouldn't consider it a flaw.
2: And, again, that's where the question is posed from. Do you, as an individual, talk too much? Because only you it's one of those things when you hear you and you like, damn, I'm tired of me, then you might talk too much. Those are signs, you know. When people are looking at you like, but, you know, and at any given time, any one of us can talk too much. But is it a problem that you feel that you have consistently? Is the question.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, and and I and 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 the reason why I say this because I know I'm not unique, but I think in my talking too much, I talk too much before I think a situation through, yeah. and I've already spoken on it and I've already said, okay, this is what it is, and then it's almost a guilty feeling when you say, well, I changed my mind, yeah. well, I think differently because you've already spoken on it. So I think that that's one of my biggest flaws mm-hmm. is I speak before I actually think it all the way through.
2: So I guess it's almost like is the talking too much really the flaw or is it the not taking the time out to think about what it is that you're saying that's really the flaw? That's you? Yeah,
4: because I talk with when I get started mm-hmm. and the passion jump in it. Passion. Passion. The passion. The
2: passion. Yeah. When it (laughs) jumps in
4: there and it gets to going, I don't hear myself. It just go. And then all of a sudden when I don't settle down, I thought about it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I don't think I should have went that far with it. But, yeah.
2: Now, when you do that, what would you say your litmus test within your own mind is that makes you say you went too far?
4: Well, In the midst of it?
2: No, like when you look at a retrospective, because obviously in the midst of it, you (laughs) think you're giving it what it (laughs) needs.
4: Because in my mind, I am correct. Right. And I need to say it. Right. And this is how it needs to be said and how it needs to be presented. And I don't see no other sides but the side that I see. That's right. And I'm going to give it to you that way. But then once I done sat down... I see all the sides Mm -hmm. and now I'm evaluating all the sides and I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't have been so strong about that. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily whether I was wrong or right. It was just the fact that I didn't evaluate all the sides.
2: So almost like is it when you say not whether it was wrong or right, are you more reflecting on the level of conviction That you spoke with more so than what it was that you said?
4: Yeah, because I couldn't have came so strong. Okay. Because that person could have been right in there in the way they looked at. Mm -hmm. But because in my mind at that time, I felt like, no, listen, this is how it's coming out. Mm -hmm. And this is how I'm stating it. Mm -hmm. And this is the right way but when i set when i sit down and i evaluate it and i'm and i'm reflecting with my parenting skills that's right that's <laughs> because right. <laughs> sometimes i can kick in and say this is right mm-hmm. and i'm not really you know taking in considerations that i raised some awesome individuals and they can think too right so when i sit down and reflect sometimes i have to go back and say i'm sorry i i shouldn't have came so strong mm-hmm. because the way you view it is right and the way I'm viewing it is right too but <laughs> <laughs> but from the 20 year old mind mm-hmm. and the 40 plus year old mind mm-hmm. it could be it could vary and it could differ mm-hmm. but i I feel like right is right because I'm the parent and that's not always right
2: okay so we know what you talking about yeah, we're talking yeah. about what you and the kids just yeah. Yeah, more specifically. That's, that's than,
4: my. That's the worst for me, because mm-hmm. any other thing I could sit and I'll just like, okay, well, let me just think on this. But I don't know. They just have a place where I just really just be on go, and I'm just on go trying to do some new stuff.
2: What's up with you, Miss Robin? Because I'm seeing you peeping over there.
4: It, it, well, it's crazy
3: because yesterday I listened to this long recording about holding your tongue. Mm-hmm. And everything does not need to be said. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where you have to consider the long-term effect of the words that come from your mouth mm-hmm. on people. You know what I'm saying? Like in your situation, the mm-hmm. things where you you address your kids, or it could be any person for that matter. But you feel how you feel in that moment, and yeah. it comes out as rah, 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 yeah. rah not considering the damage that you're doing yeah. and the harshness of your words, no, yeah. you know, everything just don't need to be said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some things you can hold and yeah. we don't always have to be right. Right. We ain't you don't have to win the argument. You right. can walk away and be like okay.
4: Yeah.
3: And be okay with it and respect the differences and you, you know just being able to hold your tongue and and control not acting or reacting out of emotion all the time. Yeah. And that goes with that, not thinking it all the way through. Because we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we jump up and get rowdy, and then later on, you do apologize because you finally hear what the other person was actually saying instead of just yourself.
0: And,
2: And you might apologize. However, there are those individuals out there that part of the issue is amidst the talking too much, the inability to apologize because it's when you get older there's something to be said about individuals to apologize because when we were growing up the one thing i didn't really hear i never Mm -hmm. heard my father say i'm sorry about Mm -hmm. nothing Mm -mm. about nothing Mm
3: -mm. (laughs) Uh, nothing
2: you know the 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 adults you grew up listening to (laughs) they didn't apologize so you grow up You know, and when I got older, I heard my mom and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. But when you're growing up, when you don't hear people apologizing, one of the most difficult things, because it's as if you feel like you've given up your right to be Mm -hmm. by apologizing, but don't realize what you're gaining by being able to say, you know what, in the midst of what we were doing, I may have spoken a little bit. Fast, Mm -hmm. And uh, 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 I want to apologize and don't realize how quickly that can almost nullify things because people are so used to somebody holding on to something after they've said it that really all they were looking for is a level of acknowledgement that, you know, do you think you could have said that a little bit differently? But without that acknowledgement, it's as if you didn't hear what I was saying at all. And to Robin's point, what y'all were saying, sometimes it's not about win or lose because we have this need, I think, as people. We need people on our side. Mm -hmm. And when you're correct in what it is that you're standing for, there's a level of need that you have to have to be on the side of right more so than you should have a need for people to be right on your side because where they are with what they're thinking may not be where you are and vice versa. And you, as you said earlier, you come to find out later on all of what you were saying that seemed so right in that moment mm-hmm. that you expounded about with such conviction, mm-hmm. wah, 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 <laughs> yeah. now it's wrong. Yeah. Exactly. So to your point uh, and what you were saying earlier, Monique, in reference to uh, talking so much, it keeps coming back to you can't you can't grow a, a flower till you first plant a seed. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like I'm about to ask you for some money now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <ask laughs> sound like I'm about to ask please. you for a couple oh. of dollars for the oh. Red River cloth of knowledge. What? I'm about to send up to you. Oh. But it's like you can't have a flower unless you plant a seed, and you can't say a word before you first have a thought. So we start thinking about what it is that we say before we say it. It can help us not say some of the things so quickly that we will regret regret later. But you say about that, Mom.
1: So we're talking about it. If y'all have just joined us, do you talk too much? That's the topic today. Do you talk too much? And I've come to the revelation. I do. And I know y'all are saying more quiet today because, bitch, I said I talk too much. So I'm taking a break. It's like, you know— I, I think
2: that <laughs> bitch, I'm taking a break, okay?
1: <laughs> I think that I I I remember Miss Smith told me when I was a little girl at her kitchen table, and I may have been about nine or ten. I was a little girl. And she said to me, thank you, excuse me. She said to me, you talk so damn much, mm-hmm. either you're going to make a lot of money with your mouth or you're going to get your ass whipped a lot. Well, both has happened. <laughs> okay? <laughs> both, both has happened. Both has happened. But I think now at 48, it's caught up to me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, but you can use it in a positive way. I don't think
3: that is such a negative and Look, somebody said, I
1: say, they said, I've learned how to apologize because I always say shit <laughs> with my mouth. So they've taught themselves the skill of apology. Yeah.
4: You have to.
2: Which is a great one to have because they've also taught themselves the skill of self-analysis. Absolutely. And in order for you to apologize, you had to have analyzed mm-hmm. the situation. And I think... The concern we as individuals have is that there's this world of perfection that we think we have to maintain, and there's the appearances of we've got to get it right, and if we by some chance get it wrong, that is a harsh blow to who we are. When there's something redeeming in the quality of an individual who may—it's the reason why you love Bobby Brown, despite— The mistakes that he may have made, there's something humble about his approach back to it. He ain't running from it and trying to defend it. He's like, this is what I did. But the community love him regardless. It's something to be said about individuals who are living and being themselves, but then are able to say, I made that mistake. It's the reason why, what's my man's name that plays Iron Man? Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. It's something you love about him despite whatever challenges that he's had because within the realms of being humbled by life, you're showing your strength by how you bounce back and a level of humility by being able to laugh at yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's when we find ourselves in situations where we do things that we regret to have the ability to apologize for those things and then laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves so seriously, it's going to help because it allows you to apologize with a lighter heart and not looking at it as you've just got 10 points deducted from cool from your stats for the day because the coolest thing that you've ever, you ever could have done was apologize for saying something that you may not have wanted to have said.
1: We're talking about it, y'all. Do you talk...
2: That's how you're going to come back at
1: it? To, <laughs> that's, that's what you got. Do you talk too much? Do you talk too much? Listen, you know what is so funny? I'm so not conscious that I'm rocking, but the people are yeah. saying you're rocking. It's such a comfort for me, y'all, mm-hmm. and you don't even notice mm-hmm. it. If you ask me anything, I'll tell you the truth.
2: And you've made, an again, for yourself, it's like you're going to be quiet today. This is the time in which you speak. So it's also yeah. picking and choosing when to implement your your practices of what it is that you do. Silence is not necessarily great when you need to say something. What is great is when you need to say something, you know how to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's it.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a challenge too. I think that like you said it earlier, I think you can be so passionate about something yeah. in the moment. Yeah. And you're speaking on it in the moment. And it's like once you've taken time to absorb it or or say, you know what, shit, I said that. or, mm. And then it's almost like you feel, I don't want to say stupid, but it's almost like I know what I said. Yeah. I know what I said. But you know what, after I thought about it. I think differently or I feel differently. And and for me you're almost in the space of but you said it. Yeah. You said it and yeah. you got to own it. It, yeah. it it there's no turning back. Those words were put out there. You have now said it. So, I think that's when when I say that, you know what? I need to be quiet because, and I'm not saying a bitch ain't gonna talk. That's just, I would die if I couldn't. Like, that would literally kill me. If someone said, You've lost the ability to talk, I would say, Well, then shoot me because this is what I live for. That's what I do. So, but I think that I need to be quiet more in my thoughts. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. I need to think my thoughts through more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if that makes sense, because I think in not doing it, it can be challenging.
4: No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, right. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Because I've had plenty of times since I've been doing this new work thing, <laughs> <just> being accountable.
2: <laughs> this new being accountable thing. Yeah,
4: as I've, I've plenty of times I've left the, the situation. Went back in the room and got back up, went back in the room said, I am just so sorry. And went back in there. And it's times that I had to talk to my pride and say, you got to go back again. Mm-hmm. But this is things that I'm working on towards saying, oh, look, I don't want to have to put that, that parenting out there as I'm the parent and I'm right.
1: Right. right, and
4: I'm getting fucking tired of saying I'm sorry. I'm tired of saying I'm sorry too. I, it's like I almost want to start yeah. saying it in another
1: language because <laughs> I say it in English. I'm getting fucking sick. Yes,
4: ahead. I'm tired of saying I'm sorry too. So I'm gonna learn it yes. in
1: another language. So maybe then yes. it'll mean something different. Because yes,
4: you know yes, I had to finally I had to sit down and tell them why I keep coming back saying I'm sorry because I'm working on some stuff, and then that's hopefully they can understand why <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through this thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, again, that's incredible to be able to say that because it's almost saying to a person, though I may be getting it wrong, I'm working on trying to make it right. And it allows people to kind of give you a a stay of execution, if you will, Mm -hmm. on judgment, because you're saying, listen, listen. It's the one that's acting like they're perfect, and then you see, is that a fly or flies around you? Because it appears there's some doo-doo right. around you that you're attracting, but you're supposed to be perfect. Why is that?
4: Yeah, and that's the crazy thing about it is that I've perfected in the corporate setting to be able to hold my tongue and know when to speak and mm-hmm. not to speak. Mm-hmm. But I haven't perfected it within my home.
0: hmm and,
4: and that's the that's the crazy part because, and I didn't, and I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I didn't, I didn't realize that until <laughs> coming and working with you all. Because it was, I was ready for corporate setting because mm-hmm. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I could do that. But, yeah. I was like, look, <laughs> we got what we, what are we doing? What are we going? What are we doing? Right, you got your you briefcase. Know, I'm ready.
0: What hey, about
2: Man, the I've been, she was
1: strong. Look,
4: right. She now, was strong. But I, I but I understood it. Yeah. I, I understood and, it. And I had all I canceled out anything personal mm-hmm. in my life. When it came down to, you know, making it personal as far as a friendship, sister girl, you know, all that. I had canceled that. All that stuff. You know, and to say, I'm not getting wrapped up in that because I knew how my heart I wear my heart out and once once you get to know me, mm-hmm. it's like I'm I'm true to it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how to be on the gray area with you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. it's almost like once I reveal that, it's almost like, look, whatever if, if you her and I'm hurt. And it, it it gets to be so I just decided to say look I'm just gonna stay on this <laughs> side right here because and but it's so it's so crazy because once I got in got involved and and I started sitting back and I was just like and then there will be times that I'll come in. And you would say, "Well, you know, I don't need nothing." I was like, "What you mean you don't need nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to work, you know." And then I would go home, and then you would call and say, "Well, no, you ain't got to come in. I don't know what to do." Okay, <laughs> 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 i <I'm> Do <like, "What? laughs> <laughs> you hear me? And to be faced with my home life and be home and then have to do nothing, I was faced with this home, and yes. now I'm faced with. My kids that I raised, and they and they they coming back, and I'm going, and they face, and they looking at me like, "What's up with you? We don't do this." Mm -hmm. And y'all would see the boys come over, and you would hug the boys, and I would come over to my son and say, "Give me a hug, King." (laughs) And look at me like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We don't do that, you know. And I and it hurt me. It hurt me that we don't do that. And so when I started, then so I did, I got. The rah-rah before the reason, I jumped straight in with all everything and was like, this is what we're going to do now. We're going to start <laughs> loving each other. And it was like, woman, get out of our <laughs> face with this. And it backfired again because mm-hmm. I didn't tell them what was going on. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my home, and that's, that's you know.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: When you say, it was like, I'm shocked that I got it down in corporate, but not at home. However, when you think about it, what did you give more focus to in terms of how to handle yourself? Was it business or was it at home?
4: Yeah, it was more business.
2: Right. So it's like... It's a level of shock not to be had because what it proves is whatever you focus your mind in on, you're able to execute it to the highest because it shows in what you do as a professional. Mm -hmm. So that same conviction that you use, it's no doubt that you're attacking your family and now in the same way in which you were attacking business yeah. but again with all of the flaws and all of that in between that's the greatness that speaks to you because you're able to put the ridiculousness to the side because you took the time out to say this shit is ridiculous is wrong. what am i doing this is so wrong. it makes no sense yeah. so let me handle home with the same professionalism if yeah. you will yeah. that i handle business yeah. From a standpoint of let me tell you what it is that I'm feeling cuz it's never too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as you're alive, you still have blood and the thing of it is when you have children that try to find parents who they've never met, mm-hmm. surely they're willing to reconnect with the ones they have. Yeah. And even though you may be in the same house, there's still the ability to reconnect. With all that being said, so which may be the reason why you have said what you said too fast and whatever. Because I know y'all since y'all, – y'all, I used to change a diaper. Right. Y'all pee on me. Right. Now y'all grown and you trying to talk back. You got a yeah. brain. Yeah. Right. You got a brain.
4: Right. No. And it's like – but they do.
2: They do because there's a lot of things that they learn from you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that old saying about when the student becomes the teacher – Because our children have made us students. Because let us try to work something electronically.
4: Yeah.
2: (laughs) We stand in there looking like, fellas, come here. Now, what is this thing right here to? That's that's the on button.
4: Oh,
2: (laughs) okay then. That's the technical name for it? Yeah. Yeah. So when you are able to embrace that, we don't know it all. Yeah. But how can we learn more when we find ourselves in that position where we are devoid of something and are able to ask for help? You're asking your kids for help in terms of patience. That's awesome.
4: Yes, but the, the, the crazy thing about it is is that once you start this, it's a, it's a very humbling experience because once you allow them to have the floor to talk, you got to take it. <laughs> because they, because, they now wanna tell you about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna be sitting there looking like, now nah, I didn't say say that much. <laughs> now you, you getting beside yourself. Respect your elder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right, <laughs> no. right. No. Y'all,
1: this is Monique and Sydney's open relationship and today we are talking about do you talk too much? Mm. Do you talk too much? Like, do you talk so damn much that even when you're quiet, you're talking? <laughs> even when I'm quiet, I'm talking. That's why I probably think, I, I know I'm probably supposed to get eight hours of sleep. But goddamn, if I don't talk to about six of them. I know it. Because sometimes I wake up and I'm like, why have these damn dark circles under my eyes? Because I know I got in the bed at 10 o'clock. And I know it's 7 o'clock. There should be no reason for this. But I've talked from 10 o'clock. To about four, yeah. just with shit, and yeah. it can just be going. I I'll create stories. No, yes. I go through the emotions of the creations. <laughs> I might fall asleep, wake back up, but I'm. It's like I don't think my mind is resting, so I'm always talking. That's why when I say, "Do you talk too much?" Not even when you opening up your mouth, but just really. When do you rest your thoughts? Right. And I think that I don't rest my thoughts.
2: Well, I think asking to rest your thoughts is a bit more difficult to rest your tongue because it's something that seems to be a level of uh, control that we don't have over. It's kind of like when we go to sleep and the dreams that we have, we like, where did that come from? Because had we been able to control that shit, we wouldn't have dreamed about running from it. Okay?
1: (laughs) See, somebody said, Do you meditate? Listen. And this is when I feel like people ain't listening to me. <laughs> this is when I'm and, saying... And this is when it gets problematic. Like right, this, this is when it gets, it gets problematic, like okay? Right here, <laughs> when Ring has sneaked out the basement door because she said, you gonna ask me, bitch, about meditation, and I told you that I can't relax my damn foot. My meditation comes in. Let me tell you how I meditate. And this is the one thing that's always calmed me. And as a child, they told my mother that I would grow out of it. Mm -hmm. Because my mother thought that it was a mental issue. Mm -hmm. Because I would rock myself in the bed until I would get dizzy. Mm -hmm. And then when I got dizzy, it would allow me to fall asleep. Now I know that sounds crazy as shit. As shit. But when she took me to the doctor to get it checked out, I was maybe around eight, right? And they were like, she's gonna grow out of this when I'm 48 and I still have to do that same shit. Rock myself till I can get dizzy. And then I'll fall off to sleep.
2: I remember the very first time that I saw you rock. Yes. And we... This was in 93. We had a place together, okay? And I... My bathroom was upstairs on the third floor you know she had the nice room with the bathroom in it so i'm walking to the bathroom which i would share with shalom who would piss on this toilet okay okay he was three i'm just i'm just trying to give i'm just trying to give uh, a description of what i experienced so just speaking to the trivial of what i was going to endure this day so upon leaving the restroom facilities I then walked by, I was going down steps, and looked over to the right, whereby I saw Monique going like this. Down, up, down, <laughs> up, down, up with her shoulders. And I ran in the room like, are you all right? <laughs> like, he I'm, I'm thinking she's seizing up, like she having a seizure. <laughs> I done heard about this shit, I done seen it too. Get a wallet, put them in their mouth yeah, so yeah. they don't bite their tongue. <laughs> she was like... <laughs> Nigga, you ain't never seen me rock before. Get off of me. What's wrong with you? I'm like, what's wrong with you? She's like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm rocking. I'm like, you what? I'm rocking. I'm like, oh, okay, then. Tell me about that. Yeah. And years later, to this day, <laughs>
3: well, imagine she rocking. Spending the night. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And we sleeping on the twin bed. Yeah.
1: Okay?
3: Okay, you just deal with it. All I
1: right, yeah, I, it, 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 it's, that is a comfort for me. I can't, that is all, and it allows me to see tomorrow. It's the craziest thing. I can, if I am angst, if I am just off, I, I'll say I need to go rock. Because that's always been that thing, even as a kid, even now. It has always been that, that comfort to me. But even in my rocking, I'm still going. Like it's it's not that I'm it's not that when I rock it calms me, I'm still going until I just can't go no more. And <laughs> it's like okay, oh, but you also do it when you're happy
2: because yeah, that's you what I'm you say I'm bringing it's almost like I'm bringing in the good things. You yeah, know? it
1: allows me to see it allows me to see that thing. Like it it allowed me to see the Monique show. It allowed me to see. It allowed me to see what, the, what it is that I'm asking for. I can, I can see the whole thing from beginning to end. If me, instead of having a conversation about something and it's about a show or whatever we get ready to do, I'm like, you know what, Daddy, I need to go rock because I got to see it. I gotta. So it's always been that thing that has allowed me. Somebody said that grandmother rocked because it would stop them from throwing a shoe. Somebody <laughs> said that they deal with... Um, children that do that and their understanding from this conversation it's nothing wrong oh, with wow. them. I've always done it and it's the one thing Without and I'm glad they didn't tell my mother to medicate me yeah. because to watch that happen, it can be frightening yeah. and then, then don't let goddamn Beyonce come on, who run the world yeah. I am slinging myself back <laughs> yes. and forth so hard back because I'm now on the stage dancing so whatever that song is, I'm doing it so I can only imagine what that could be for somebody but for me it's that thing that just calms it down. And Now, I could makes, be shooting fucking hair, Ron, so I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go rock, well, okay?
2: That, I heard that. Yes, you could. You could do that, and that's a no, great stop. choice instead. But what's funny is the person asked you earlier, did you meditate? And you said, this is what makes me think people ain't listening to me. That door ring now going to cuss <laughs> them out. But then now you would say, I was speaking too fast because in your own way, that's your form of it meditation. Is, yeah. it is. You know, and everyone doesn't have to sit in the lotus position with their middle finger and thumb pressed against each other. Talking about ohm.
1: That's what Russell Simmons tried to show me one time. He said, hold your fingers together and squeeze them real tight and then just think nothing. I wanted to say if you don't get the fuck off of <laughs> me with that bullshit because it ain't working for you. <laughs> now you gonna tell me squeeze my damn fingers tight and think of nothing? Well, I have to think of something because I'm thinking that I'm squeezing my fingers tight, and now I'm thinking that I'm getting irritated. You would tell me to squeeze my damn fingers tight because oh. that shit ain't working.
2: And that's why he's going to tell you you need to squeeze him tighter because you ain't got to talk to me like that and I'm trying to help your ass out. Okay, right. You already oh. said you don't talk too much. Now I'm trying to help you out. But it's like, do you know why he's trying to teach you like that? Why? Because that's the way he was talking. <laughs> <laughs> He only he only sharing, the, he only sharing oh. the information and shit but what you should have said to him was, "Look let me show you how me I, show I meditate damn bam. He, bam, bam. Then if I and turn some beyonce on if and rock I show on the people until you're bad. dizzy
1: see I think to, listen, yeah. this podcast allows me to say shit yeah. that normally no one would ever know and, and and it's so it's so unrestricted you'd be just like go it's like Yeah, if somebody actually saw me doing that, they would send a straight jacket in. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah, not. You're so, so used it. to it. Like you've grown up with me. You, you, shit, you saw me rock before anybody saw me rock because we slept in the same bed. So it was it's like,
4: like
1: you know. would curl up over in the corner like that's what you <laughs> <Wow>, doing. <now. laughs>
3: that's it's, what I'm doing. And then we go to sleep. And <laughs> right. At some point, by wow. part, I went to sleep. But it, I think that it soothed me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thank. Yeah. Motion, like, the motion I think of that the it movement soothed me too. Like I was never like I'm gonna go get a billet because <laughs> <laughs> you're moving too much. <laughs> 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 I didn't, but I think that it soothed me too. But it's just something that goes with you. I I don't know. I don't. It don't bother you at all. To rock and with I have you been, and we have been night. in the um the same room. And I have come over to your room, knocked on the door, and said, "Monique, Mm-mm. I pushed the door off. Oh, fuck it. She's I'm rocking. rocking. <laughs> she rock don't
1: hear me now. Now I rock before a show. Mm-hmm. I have to rock before a comedy show." it lets me see the show. It, as crazy as that is, it's almost like I've got to get that in. Like, i got to have that time to rock and see that show before I go to that show. And I'm not even trying to go to sleep then. Like, I just got to see it. I got to I gotta envision what's ready to happen and what's going down. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm surrounded by people that don't be like, yes, this I'm bitch is crazy door, because what I'm is not, she doing?
3: Knock, And I open the door. You know, she can't hear me. I just.
1: <laughs> Just, mm, yeah look that's that black girls rock yes we do Literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but
0: that's we're talking it. about
1: it. do you talk too much and, and having these conversations it actually lets me talk it through and out loud to let me know I'm not crazy mm-hmm. cause I think sometimes I'll be in my head and I'm like am I the only fucking one going through this and I'm like no I'm not because it woke me up like it literally woke me up out of my sleep I rolled over on my back and I said I talk too much Just It was almost like the spirit said, I need you to say it so you can hear it. It's like I talk too much, and I think that for a lot of us, we don't take out the time to consider what we're saying because I think there are a few reasons why. One, we want to say what we think the other person wants to hear. Two, we're not courageous to say what it is that we really want to say. And three, we may not know really what we want mm-hmm. to say, but we just want to say something because we don't want <laughs> right. to be quiet. Right. Like there was a time on stage for me that when it was silent, I thought I was bombing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take the quiet. Mm-hmm. Well, now I live for it. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, now wow. we look at each other like how long can we keep it quiet? But there was a time I couldn't I couldn't take no one not talking. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm having a conversation and it goes quiet, I'll be like, okay, is somebody get ready to say something. Yeah.
3: We do it on, but, on our walk sometimes.
1: Right, it'll just get it, just quiet. But and I think we we've gotten quiet. used to it. And then we'll pick back up where it's yeah, like, okay, you you finished your thought, I'm finished mine. Yeah. But it's just like even in interviews and I was telling Sid in interviews, I think I talk too much sometimes. Because I feel like I wanna say what I wanna say. And they'll say, I was going to ask you that next question, but you've <laughs> answered. The next four, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just just in what you've said. So I think for me, it's finding that balance. It is really finding that balance. And being a stand-up, which I think is something that you don't want to say out loud, but it is what it is. You crave that attention because stand up is just you. It ain't you not no goddamn trio, you not no singing group, you don't have no backup dancers. D- it is just you and the microphone mm-hmm. and all the attention is on you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of it. May it be 200 people, 2000 people, 20,000 people, for that moment all the attention is on you. So I don't know if sometimes as a performer it's hard when the attention's not on you. Mm-hmm. So do you keep talking because you're so used to the attention? Mm-hmm. It's like, this is what I do. I, th- that's all I got to say about <laughs> the <laughs> shit. I'm trying to figure it out. I mean,
2: but that's, that's all you can do yeah. is try to figure it out because there was a time in your life where you can reflect and say, you didn't try to figure it out, and you were just doing what it was that you did and with no consideration But the great part is when it comes to a point in your life where you start reflecting on what it is that you've done. I mean, sometimes we look at life as this going to be this extended thing where everything goes perfect. But part of it is, is you got to deal with the bullshit. And a lot of the bullshit that you're going to have to deal with is the bullshit that you brought on yourself. Mm -hmm. You brought into your life. And it's easy to want to blame somebody else Because we may say, again, I wanted to say something, but I wasn't courageous enough. Who wasn't courageous enough? I wasn't courageous enough. But we hold the other person responsible so that when we do say something, now we've said too much, but it was too little of the right thing and too much of the wrong thing that oftentimes didn't have anything to be, it wasn't relevant. Because you're talking about just emotions. How are we going to back this up with some facts and credence Mm -hmm. to what we're talking about? Because at the end of the day, there are many people that we can out-talk and many that can out-talk us. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, do we want to out-talk someone or do we want to be right, not in the argument, but right in our spirit when we walk away from the conversation? So it is no argument.
1: Y'all, we're talking about it today. Do you talk too much? Do you never shut up? Like, do you talk to... Like, are you the person that when you come into the room, it's like, oh, here she come. And now it's going to be everything she want to discuss. <laughs> everything she feel and she thinking. And then when you leave out, do they sigh in relief? Like, now we can go back to having a, communication, or having a conversation with the whole community. Like, are you that person? Are you? And if so,
2: Why? Because again, a lot of <laughs> a lot of the end result of what we see is not the catalyst oh too. God. It's like that person may have heart disease, but the heart disease didn't start from the heart. It started from their mouth because they didn't brush it, and the plaque got down in their oh system God. and affected their heart. Now you say, now nigga, you don't have gone too far. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it's the equivalent of. Is it really that, again, you talk too much because it's not about you talking too much. It's about the origin of those thoughts in which you're sharing. Because for most people, would you talk too much if you were saying everything that they wanted to hear?
4: Mm.
2: You could talk as long as you want to. Go ahead. Tell me some more nice shit about me. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I talk a lot. You know, but it's like, what is the reason for it more so than just the result of it? Because you had a heart attack, but why? We got to find out the reason why you had it. That's just the end result. So we got to find out why is it we talk too much? What's the reason that we say what we say? As opposed to, you know, taking it in moderation, being able to listen more. I've heard you're supposed to uh, listen twice as much as you speak, which is the reason why they say you have two ears and one mouth. Now... That's kind of hard. I remember when we was a lot younger, <laughs> a lot younger, and my mother saying to me, who was that you was just talking to on the phone? I didn't hear you say a word, and you was on there for about 30 minutes. I said, that was Monique She said, I was talking to. She said, you might have been doing a lot of listening, but you sure wasn't doing no talking. <laughs> I said, that's my friend. I enjoy her. And so,
1: this ain't no new. Shit. No. This ain't okay.
2: this, 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 this. You've always been somewhat of entertainment, but again, <laughs> I've listened <laughs> and then have enjoyed your stories. And you've enjoyed being <laughs> entertainment
1: for whatever reason. <sighs> Do you talk too much? Do you talk too much? And someone said, um, they just made a statement. They said, Is it not that you? talk too much but you think too little
2: there it is that's that hey that is uh too little about what it was that you just spoke about did you do you because is that the real issue
1: you know that could be that 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 could be because i think that oftentimes we're just in the moment may it be good bad or indifferent you know you could just be in the moment of something and I remember one time saying to Sid when we first got together, and I think we were coming back from a doctor's appointment. I was, Well, we had first got together because I was pregnant, mm-hmm. okay? and Because <laughs> that makes me make, think make I'm a whore, but we had been together for a <laughs> minute, right? And I was I was pregnant, and we was coming back from the doctor's, and I don't know what I said. I said something that was to the left, and he checked me on it. And I said, listen, what I'm not going to deal with is you checking me at every turn. So I'm letting you know right now, that's not going to happen. Like, you want me to think before I say everything that I say? <laughs> Wait a I got to think about, right, everything. And then that's what yeah. he said. He said, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, Just in yeah. one word.
1: I was like, well, shit, I'm pregnant. And my food is <laughs> off. God damn it. But, yeah, I remember that. It was like, yes, you must think about everything before you say it. You must. And I agree with that. However, I'm, I'm okay, because I heard you breathing. No, I was laughing. <laughs> oh, when I'm on stage, I don't give myself enough time to think. Because I think that if I do, it would take away my funny. I think that if I really thought, like, some of the shit I said up on that stage and Robin be like, "That is too much." Like, "What did you just say?" But I didn't give myself I just let it happen and I didn't give myself a chance to say, "Well, if I say this and I don't even think about it, it just happens." So, I do need to think about everything I say. I really do. of the
2: time. No, 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 but you're right. It's like, but that's the key to strategizing your strengths versus your weakness. And that's knowing where to apply them. The things that you do on stage when you step off the, when you step on stage and someone comes to your show after 26 years of performing comedy It's enter at your own risk. They already know that this is an adult conversation (laughs) that is going to be blessed with the real, sprinkled all over it with a little bit, with all truth, or no, a lot of truth, because there's going to be some exaggeration to it to expose the ridiculousness of the situation. (sighs) But with that being said, then that's the stage, and then there's off the stage because there's certain things that you can say. But see, again, with the understanding that Monique has the unique ability to, to say things to people that mere mortals won't get away with, <laughs> because she can go to the store and people don't approach her saying, can I get your autograph? They want to hug or they want to talk about shit from around the way, because she regular folk, right? So when you go to the store and a woman pulls you up, and says, has anybody ever told you you look like Monique? And she says, yes, they have. All the time. And then she keeps going on about that business. And then when she leaves out, the lady says to her, I'm sorry, but you just look like Monique. As she grabs her by the arm. And then, are you Monique, she says. And then Monique says, yes, I am. Then they say, no, you're not. You're not Monique. Okay, if you Monique. What's the name of the actors that was on the Parkers with you? And then only Monique can say to the woman, Bitch, I'm not playing no goddamn game (laughs) show with you. I just told y'all Monique. And she not be disturbed that she called her bitch. She just looked at it like my girlfriend just said to me, Fool, I'm not playing with you. And then Monique says to a lady just walking by, how you doing, sister? Let me ask you a question. What's your name? And the sister's like, Pam. My name is Monique. And then the girl goes crazy, like, "You ain't Monique, <laughs> okay?" So when you have situations like that, you got a lot for the fact that she's able. And again, ever since we were kids, that's why I used to look at her like, "You're magic, bitch.
1: You're magic,"
2: because you can just say things and just get away with it. I'm like, "How do you do that?" Let me learn how to do it. And then I marry you, and then it's bestowed upon me, and I'm like, oh, but not everything. Not everything.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: So it's like... Oh, y'all, shit. Come on, now. Okay, now. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something. This goddamn podcast is saving my life. Yeah. I'm going to tell you now. It's saving my life. And and, and I wish all y'all could have one. <laughs> because <laughs> because it lets you say the shit. Yeah. And you got to deal with it. And then and this is forever. Yeah. This goddamn podcast is forever. So when I get to showing off, I got to listen back to it and hear the shit. Okay? And even when I'm on stage, I, I, when I'm on stage... And if I've shown off, okay, if I, if, if I have done some shit, when I get to that stage, I know they be looking like, where we get ready to go? Because now I got to tell it because I don't feel good in my spirit. Mm-hmm. So I tell them yeah. I have shown off and I want to tell y'all <laughs> <laughs> what I did. Right. And they be like, bitch, I did it too. I did it too. You're not right. by yourself. Right. So it helps me not to go insane.
2: And there's nothing wrong with that? You got to find it. Where you can find it.
1: Sometimes I say shit and I look at you like I said it. Yeah, you said <laughs> it. Right. And you you threw down your last book on space at, like bam. Now? Yeah. Shit. Right. I'm no, with you. This is not Doreen. This is Monique. Yeah. See, they know Doreen. They know Doreen. They know Doreen, Doreen, Doreen is me. They, they, they Don't know. know the they know the they name, but they ain't Doreen. never met Doreen.
3: Listen, when she get ready to come, that it, it just gets dark. Be like, hey, 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 hey. Where's Monique? Yeah, no.
2: Lightning clouds. <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> I need you to punch you on. Know, I like. I want you to look in the mirror. I want to hold the mirror up one time, and you see, <laughs> they don't know Doreen.
1: No. Look, they said, baby, you've done a lot and said a lot and then you confess to the audience. That's why we love yes. you. <laughs> and again, again, that's that's yeah. the that's the reality because
2: yeah. people we when by the conversation being what it is and it is the open relationship of communication with the world at large, you find that people are a bit more empathetic and a bit more open. To your flaws when you're able to say it versus po- posing as if you're flawless. Because who's looking for flawless? You're looking for someone you can coexist with because you say to yourself, as imperfect the fuck I am, you're flawless? How do we work? You're going to have to constantly overlook my flaws. But when we are flawed and then we treat others like we're flawless, then that is where the problem begins. <laughs> because you have to understand that if you're flawed, when someone else flaws arrive on the hip-hop scene, Listen. then you got to be able to say, okay, let me show you some empathy versus let me show you the motherfucking door, okay? <laughs> I can show you some em- empathy or I can show you the motherfucking door.
1: This is what happens. What happened? Monique be saying, sorry, and Doremi said, I I ain't sorry, sorry." and I'm like, bitch, we're sorry, (laughs) and I'm like, and she, oh, she'd be like, no, no, you're not, though, (laughs)
3: Uh
1: I agree, I don't know what to push, tell me, Daddy, okay, we, okay, all right, you know, we don't know nothing about this technology, (laughs) so, you know, I am, I am, I am grateful for the show today, Mm -hmm. and I'm thankful, because my heart was heavy. Because mm-hmm. I talk too much. Okay. Sometimes I talk to the TV. What? Oh. I talk to the Facebook. Yeah. All oh, some of that shit I see on that Facebook, I talks yeah. to that goddamn Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I talk to the Twitter. I talk.
3: i Facebook
1: free for two I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't.
2: And again, yeah. it's kind of like. Something you had said earlier when we were talking about um, silence.
1: They said, I'm talking to this podcast. <laughs> That's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> it's like you were talking about silence and the ability to have it. And I remember some years ago us having a conversation in reference to being comfortable with silence because it's not a bad thing, because silence oftentimes. When your audience is watching that's because they're engaged, they're listening. You didn't lay the punchline and they silent, silent. You're telling the story and they're listening. So it's like to be able to enjoy the quiet while you may be listening to your thoughts with somebody is a special time. It's kind of like not understanding why when you yawn, I yawn, not understanding why if y'all hang around each other long enough, Y'all gonna fuck each other's menstrual cycles up because uh, well
4: that's already <laughs> th-
2: that's already uh, happened. Baby right. one time right. I
4: think I had one about six times that month. I, said, six, well, I need to be in the hospital. And 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 I <laughs> prefer
2: that y'all stay away when that happens because it's like, well wait a minute, where's my time? Where's my time
1: to shine, okay? <laughs> 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 y'all gonna be hanging around and, you're and surrounded shit. by nothing but, oh. but women. Yeah. Come on. Oh, so it's like. phones all over right. the
3: place.
1: Right. So Just
2: since you can't, we can't understand what that is, but there's some sort of telepathic connection. It's like there's something that's being shared in that silence that you're having with that time. And part of it is a level of trust to be quiet, not to have to gauge where that person is. Just being with them is enough, you know? So. It's like it's something to be said about it which speaks to why we don't have to always talk when we're with certain people cuz there's some people you feel like for some as Monica said to me it just seemed like I got to carry the conversation with certain <laughs> situations with people and stuff and it's like you really don't. Yeah. You don't have to carry it cuz if they want to talk they'll talk if you want to talk
1: you talk and that's what it is. You know, I remember though <clears throat> You were the only person I could be quiet around as kids. As, as You were the only person when I would come to your mother's house, I could sit in that red rocking chair, and we not say anything. And there was nothing wrong. And I felt the need not to say anything. But you were the only person I could do that with.
2: Why well, ain't that some shit?
1: I, I I don't know why.
2: Well, I don't know. Maybe that's why we're together, because we're two nuts, okay?
1: All right, then.
2: Nut. Nutty and buddy. (laughs) And
1: then, then, y'all, let me tell you how fucking inconsiderate I used to be. Oh, I would call you. And talk, just talk. And the moment I got finished. And he would say, well, let me tell you, listen. (laughs) I got to go because I've, and every time he would say, okay, Monique.
2: That's what it is, but it ain't heavy. It ain't heavy. See, y'all out here, when you see someone fighting to be the best that they can possibly be, and they're going through the struggles in your life, it's a wonderful thing to sometimes see them cry in their reflection because it's not a bad thing. It's the thing that can motivate us to say, I don't want to cry anymore for the lack of consideration that I may have felt that I've given to others. But that's called growth. That's not something we deny ourselves the opportunity to share because that's the reason why people dig you. Because, again, you're not posing like you're perfect. You know the perfect colors. You know the perfect dress to wear. Call upon us. We're perfect. (laughs) 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 It's the Monique and Sydney Perfect Show, where wow. everyone here is perfect. How about you? Like, that's not what this is.
1: Nigga, they were fired. <laughs> they were fired they were my fire. ass during the first they commercial fire break. They were us.
2: They were fire us.
1: We, 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 we talked about it.
2: We talked about it.
1: We talked about it, and I'm grateful for us to be able to talk about it. You know? I'm grateful for it. And, and y'all just get to see for 60 Minutes... <laughs> What I put his ass through for twenty three hours <laughs> and then y'all get to see it for sixty minutes Okay? Now shit.
2: And while we at it, thank y'all for tuning in to CBS to the play.it. Please come check us out, tell a friend, tune in, play dot it, only because Sydney's open relationship. Yes. Just got to put that in there.
1: You put it in there, baby. Tell a friend now. Tell a friend and tell another friend. And and tell them to
2: tell their mamas and some other friends too. Yeah,
1: and tell all of them because, again, I know I ain't unique. Tommy T., Rob Lee, we ain't unique sisters. And we're sisters going through the same challenges and hurdles that all women go through. And I don't wanna say black women, it's just women period, because at them goddamn shows, it be every color women coming up and they saying the same shit. Nobody saying because I'm white, I deal with this, and right. because I'm green, I deal with now if a green bitch ever approach me. <laughs> if a ever kind of... approach me she better. Okay?
2: Have a we swing. Right. We
1: ain't no questions being asked, nothing. But the women that come up to me, they're coming with the same stories the same things which makes me say and which makes me say to them, listen, don't think that I have the answer because my story is your fucking story. When you come up here and say, Monique, I'm hurting about some shit that happened 10 years ago, I'm like, bitch, I got you beat. <laughs> okay, my shit is 15 years ago now. And you want to have this conversation about some hurt shit we can pull up?
2: And But li- to add on to that, because, you know, being a woman, it allows you to think about women, but if you also consider the men that are at your show, yes, it speaks to no one, it's not unique, whether it's men or women, because they're coming up to you in reference to their relationship, thanking you for having that conversation, somewhat as an advocate, but as men out there too, it's not always uh, the women, it's not always the men, it's two people, whoever's involved, it's the two of them learning how to work that out. And if you're, as long as you're able to have open and honest conversation, then you can accomplish anything because the problem that most of us have is not talking enough again about what is really eating us. And we got to visit with ourselves to make that happen because that information is not going to be on the outside, that information is on the inside. So with that being said, my love, L-U-B.
1: Come on then.
2: That's how we say it in the hood. Uh, uh, my love, yeah, but you know I mean love.
1: I know what you mean. Okay. Oh, you
2: going to bring it on home?
1: I'm going to bring it. Give it on to him. Going home. i want to tell y'all now. Shit. Mm, okay,
2: mm, now. Mm, well, wait a minute.
1: This feel like we—for uh, me. Kick it. You know how you go to church, and when you leave, you feel full? Yeah. Like you needed that. Yeah. Like, And then and, and, and sometimes you be thinking— Why is his ass talking right to me? It's not that he's talking right to you. Every bitch in there is going through the same thing. So whoever he look at, you feel like he talk. I felt like I I needed it. And thank you.
2: Baby, thank you. Thank us all for having this conversation. Thanks, CBS. Okay? Thank James Ferry up in this mother for doing what he does. Thank Regina Fang.
1: Okay. And the rest of the crew. Thank you. Everybody. Heavenly Father. Oh, give it to him for shining your light on me. I'm gonna just let you do it. Someone who really loves me. Loves me. And not just my body. Oh, but he makes me happy. So very happy. You will sending me. Mm-hmm. I got to stop right now. Okay. I got to stop right now because that spirit. Got you. <laughs> okay. And I want to thank you for stopping. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank each and every one of you for listening today and for tuning in. And, and we really hope that you do tell a friend, tell another friend, because we believe that these words are, 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 are going to make a difference.
2: And at the very least, they're coming from my heart. And hopefully, you know, you can just take the best, leave the rest, keep it moving. That's what we suggest. Amen.
0: Oh,
1: baby. Take
2: us home, baby.
1: We want to thank you all for listening. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute.
2: It's no good unless it's open.
1: My name is Monique.
2: And I'm Sydney.
1: And we love y'all.
2: For free.